Hello, 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 amazing people. This is Life According to Adeshale podcast. I am Adetokumbo Adeshale, recording live and well from the Innovation Center. This is episode number eight, count it, numero ocho. And today's episode, I will be interviewing Scott Zimmerman, Executive Director of the Innovation Center. Let's find out what the Innovation Center is all about, how you can be involved, and what awesome programs they have going on. All right, let's cue that music. Hello, everyone. I am in the tech underground at the Innovation Center. Now, a little bit about the Innovation Center. This is where I do a majority of my recordings, except for the one where there was those random beeps. But this is where I do the majority of my recording. And one of the things that I've noticed being here is that there are a number of entrepreneurs coming uh, to this location. So I've seen people who do social media marketing, business analysis. Wow, I actually made that word, said that word correctly. Typically, I mess up on that word. Um there are various things. I was a part of a uh, coding program here. There's a Coder Dojo. I've seen live events. There's just a number of things happening here. And I myself had not recognized this as a resource in community until a few months ago. And so I think this is a great opportunity for us to talk about what the Innovation Center is, what it does, and, and so on and so forth, how we can be involved. And so I have with me here today... Scott Zimmerman, the Executive Director of the Innovation Center. So, first of all, welcome, Scott. Thank Good morning. you for joining us. Good morning. Uh, tell me first, where are you from so the people know, and then how did you find yourself here at the Innovation Center? Sure. Well, I, I joke uh, that I can, I can sometimes say this uh, to some people. I'm originally from Muncie. And sometimes that, that doesn't always go over well in, in Richmond. But uh, I have come to uh, adopt Richmond as my hometown since 1999 when I moved here working with Indiana Landmarks Foundation really? promoting historic preservation. Awesome. awesome. Um, but in 2003, uh, I was hired into the uh, City of Richmond Planning Office and worked for 11 years as city planner. Hmm. began working with Center City Development Corporation uh, the end of 2015 and have been helping them re-revision their organization and how it can continue to support all of the downtown revitalization efforts yeah. that, that have been going on through both the stellar communities and a lot of our early planning activities. Wow, so you have a lot of lot of insight there. So I think one of the areas people may be confused of sometimes is the Center City Development Corporation and the Innovation Center. Could you help sure. help to clarify that for me? Well, that is something that we've been working with to try to uh, determine or decide how best to promote ourselves. Center City Development Corporation is the the legal name of the corporation. We are a 501c3 nonprofit tax exempt mm. organization, uh, but the Innovation Center is what most people know our building as. Okay. At 814 East Main Street. They've probably been here for public meetings. Maybe they've uh, been to a, a wedding reception in one mm. of our 
our front meeting rooms, but there is so much more to the Innovation Center. And that's what we're beginning to really latch onto and be able to promote as a way to bring people downtown mm. and promote uh, Richmond as a, a tech center. As a tech center. Awesome. So that's so that is the mission of the Innovation Center then. Well, we, we spent the summer looking at all of our programming, looking at our history, looking at our strengths, and we came up with a, a revised mission statement of developing community, promoting technology, and growing businesses. Those three things really best represent areas that we are involved in to help strengthen what most Richmond folks know as the downtown and center city, our urban mm. core. Okay. Wow. That's that's a great mission. I mm-hmm. like it. So I guess I so I have kind of two questions then like how I mean this is the big question of the day, you know, how's that being lived out? Um, and I guess that connects directly to the question I was going to ask next originally. Um, why, why might someone come to the Innovation Center? Well, there are a, ver- a variety of reasons someone one might come here. For some of those events that I mentioned, we put on a variety of workshops, sometimes in partnership with other organizations. For example, we recently hosted a workshop uh, with the Chamber of Commerce, mm. and uh, the, the topic was cyber security. Really? Wow, what an important topic at this time. It, of important the world. because it ties business development mm. to technology. Our businesses are so, uh, it's so important for business owners to understand the tech world that we live in. And we offer these sort of, sort of workshops um, to be able to make sure that our businesses can grow that way. That's amazing. So I could imagine myself as a business owner, maybe I'm trying to move digital, maybe try and do some sales online and being just nervous at the idea mm-hmm. of doing that because of the security risk. So a workshop like that, I could have gone to and became better aware about what's going on. A- absolutely. And that's where we've also begun to develop a, a program card called Portfolio Resource Office Members. Mm. Uh, we we operate a lot of our space as co-worker space so that if you are able to operate your business remotely or developing it online, you can have office space here to take advantage of our uh, high-speed Wi-Fi. It is high-speed, y'all, by the way. (laughs) It is great internet. Wonderful. Um, and, And then... We've put together a list of businesses, startups, or consultants that are available to help entrepreneurs, other startups in a lot of different areas, ranging from strategic planning to marketing, web hosting, um, and, and your business, digital content production. These are areas that businesses, as they grow in the future, need some additional service. We also have this all coordinated through the Indiana Small Business Development Center, the ISBDC, mm. which is here to help guide and and review business plans so that startups know what to expect. That that is great. And so <clears throat> we can come here 
Um, well, I've done this myself, but you know, I'm asking for the audience. So I could come here with an idea already, or would I have to come here um, already with a business roughly set up? You do not have to have a business roughly set up. Sometimes just bringing the idea and meeting with Scott Underwood of the ISBDC. Sir Crusher. Yes. <laughs> and, and he is a crusher because he, he helps look critically at business plans and then find the way that it either makes sense and exposes some of the, uh, the potential flaws that then can be researched, thought out, studied, um, and can be, uh, we can continue to bring resources of our portfolio members uh, to bear on your business plan. For example, we have uh, John Sponholtz running reality-based management. He does business analytics. Uh, and so as Scott Underwood begins to work with your business plan, we have other people that can really help fine-tune it. Uh, after it's been crushed a little bit. <laughs> crushed a little bit. And I want to talk about Sir Crusher. Um, he, I got to meet with him the other day. I met him before, but he is amazing. Really what he crushes are any potential challenges to you starting up your business. Well said. He really helps you to work through what the financials might be, and not in a very, I guess it would say, scary way, but he really helps to give you the framework for how to think about your business. So yes, you may have to come back and, and edit and revise slightly, but when you look at the layout and the process, um, you'll, you'll leave with more confidence that it's something you can do if you are willing to adjust. That's the only place you might get crushed if you're unwilling to adjust. Right. But, you know, he will give you very practical insight and provide resources for you to start working on whatever your business may be. So I found meeting with him very valuable. And who would have known that he was right here downtown Richmond and I could have met with him uh, perhaps years ago. Uh, amazing experience. And then also John Sponholz, I've been to two of his um, sessions right now. They're great. The last one we actually got to do on a Facebook Live, which was awesome. And just the, the insight he has from years of working with uh, international corporations and being also a teacher, he really is able to give you the, the conceptual and the the, the the procedural elements of it. So I've so, had great experiences with it. So we, we don't uh, tell people what business plans to bring in, but two areas that we've really begun to try to look at so that we can continue to grow the Main Street vibrancy, our, our downtown storefronts, being able to help keep them filled. Uh, two areas include digital production, and food entrepreneurship. Mm. We're, we're putting those together because we already have a, a slow-growing downtown housing movement. We have folks moving to live to downtown, to operate businesses, to be the community hub for our, our main street. But two areas that could uh, improve our overall uh, quality of life down here is some live entertainment or oh, yes. live recording arrangements and then the ability to have additional food services ranging from restaurants and 
uh, supplies, whether they're uh, bakeries or, or chocolate mm-hmm. stores or, or other food uh, services like that, we're wanting to also consider how to be able to bring a, a, a small grocery store into the downtown. So, oh, wow. that, so that residents that are living here, they love walking here, um, <clears throat> but it's just a little far to walk to a grocery store. Yes. We know we won't have a, a Marsh's or a Whole Foods down here, but there's an opportunity for an entrepreneur to look at ways to bring some of those services to the downtown. Mm-hmm. Where we're looking at business recruitment and expansion for the Center City area. That, that That is great. And I love the idea of being able to access some food here, especially after hours. I may not want to run to the other side of town, either side of town, you know, it'd be nice to be in this area and just to pick up some groceries at night. Um, so then yeah. the other area that has really been brought to our attention, and we're sitting here as a, a, a prime example of it, is the need for small service recording uh, studios. We recently uh, partnered with um, Chris Robinson, who runs The Cove, which is a post-production recording service. Uh, You handle a lot of digital content production. Uh, Christopher can then help to manage or or modify some of the digital sound to make it the best quality possible. Now this, this relates to not just podcasts or YouTube development, but also the potential to record live bands. Electronic digital music production uh, is the, the next area that we're looking at ways that we can help promote that within downtown Richmond. You know, that's amazing. I've, I've come across many musicians in my time, just people talking to people like, yes, I, I play music. Some of them try to record it and they have to go typically out of the city um, and since we're so close to Dayton, you usually go out of state, right, mm-hmm. to find someone mm-hmm. to, to record their music or whatever it is they're doing. And since Richmond is the, the, some might call it the birthplace of jazz since we recorded it right here first, uh, having a place where we can do that easily is amazing. And then I, I, will, I will say something, too, regarding the um, recording, like podcasts and things of the sort. You know, um, Seth Godin, he's a thought leader. He said, if you're doing anything of worth, you should be talking about it every day. If you're doing something of worth, you should be talking about it every day. Now, what are some of the practical reasons of that? One is that people know what you're doing. You have brand equity. You're out there in the space. And you can use it as a tool to to review what were my thoughts two years ago. So for me as a, as a podcaster, thinking about the ability to have to record digitally, um, to have people that know how to do that. I'm thinking about when I didn't know. I mean, that's an amazing opportunity. And we're really at a point, we've, we've passed the tipping point on these sort of services. We have locally some wonderful pioneers. Chris, Chris Hardy uh, was doing podcasts very early on, and we're kind of building on that tradition. And if you really take the tradition way back, it does go to the Star Jeanette recording studio. I love the fact that this really is a modern-day interpretation of Richmond's heritage. That's awesome. So I have, I have a few more questions for you. So it sounds like there's 
there are a number of co-workers, well, pro-members, they're called, correct? Right. But I, I am certain there are some other programs that we have here, because I believe there are some people who rent spaces here uh, through, throughout the whole year. Could you just um, talk about that again, please? Sure. Some, some, of, the- some of our office spaces uh, are rented on an annual basis as opposed to monthly, so that uh, local individuals who are part of distributed teams or are remote workers able to work uh, for an international company or a national uh, service have a permanent stable office arrangement here that uh, allows them to work for national companies in Richmond, Indiana. They like the small town quality. They like the fact that their families are here. They don't have to live in downtown Chicago or Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, they could if they wanted to, but Richmond has a quality of place that really is drawing folks here. Uh, so those, those are annual leases. Obviously, they're higher than just a monthly uh, co-worker membership. We do have some folks that are able to run their businesses Rain, you know, running between Starbucks and Roscoe's uh, and Tim Hortons, but then they need to have professional space where they can have uh, meetings, they can bring clients if need be here, and that's where they have monthly memberships that give them access to, to these recording studios, to office spaces, on a uh, so many times a month basis. Mm-hmm. That's great. And so, so I can I can have my my space that's just my own. But there's also some options in which if I'm just coming in for a day, I can come in and still right. do work. Correct. Right. And, and the the benefit of that is you never know exactly who you might be encountering mm-hmm. here. Uh, folks coming out of a cybersecurity. Um, workshop that that work at a local bank or a a finance company but also co-workers as they're hanging around our our Keurig coffee machine they are talking about their projects yes and the ideas begin to spark that's where over the past summer we had three Earlham students uh, working on a mobile app application really that was being reviewed by the ISBDC because it was a, a startup, it was a, a process that we felt had, had great potential to it. Uh, we were able to arrange to have co-working space available for them with the idea that they're developing this product and we get to watch how it comes together. If it fails, that's okay. It's a good learning experience for them in particular. That's why we're here. We're, we provide a bit of a safety net for these sort of entrepreneurial startups. And sometimes they leave the nest. Sometimes they don't make it out of the nest. But you have to keep trying. And, and, and keep trying is the support that one add. I mean, that's key. Having support, having the communities. Sometimes the hardest thing to do is working alone. Right. Because you're... you're Trying to figure out your ideas, trying to figure out your, I know for myself, you know, your YouTubing, all these things. How do I start a business this way? How do I start a business that way? How do I make connections? Where can I go in, in the community? Whereas it sounds like you all have pulled that all right here with professionals. And we feel the Innovation Center is a wonderful space to be able to do that. We have so much 
uh, potential within the, the building, 9,200 square feet in both our, our first floor and now our tech underground, which will be our, our expansion of our, our co-working space. It's where we host our STEM scouts. So we have third, fourth, fifth grade uh, students interested in science, technology, engineering, and math doing lab work down here on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tonight happens to be our Coder Dojo, which is a coding club for kids age 7 to 17, so they can kind of self-mentor uh, each other on what sort of coding activity they're doing. Yes, we, we do provide adult uh, supervision, and frankly, a lot of the parents enjoy finding this as a time when they can, can really listen to what their student or uh, kid is doing in the tech world. We provide that kind of meeting ground for that. Mm, that's awesome. Um, what are some opportunities that are coming up? What are some, some, some projects or programs that you see coming up in the future here? Well, as I mentioned, our food entrepreneurship and our recording studios are really the, the next things that we're trying to figure out how to how to launch, how to make available, but not have to actually manage them ourselves. We're, we're using those as ways to bring people to that problem. People who have an interest in food entrepreneurship and focusing on being able to live in the downtown. I, I'd say the next major thing that we'll be looking into is wrapping up our upstairs housing grant and then being able to take that to the next level in a way that will actually address the revitalization of some of these buildings uh, that are vacant within the downtown that might not be dependent on owner-occupied housing. Uh, we are extremely fortunate to have had uh, families like the Cummins move to downtown, uh, operate um, bridal boutiques and dance studios, and Kim Hoppy uh, with Bellish Boutique, uh, which provides wonderful shopping opportunities uh, while Kim is, is living downtown, being part of a, an active, vibrant community. We need to look at ways that we can maybe create condo living oh, wow. downtown. Not everybody wants to own the building that they're in, but they want to be able to uh, take advantage of the downtown living experience uh, and not have to actually own the entire facility. So we're looking at ways that we can create programs to, to make that happen. And in fact, uh, there's a, a group that will be going to Hamilton, Ohio, to meet with mm -hmm. the staff of CORE Hamilton and hear how they've been able to do similar sort of downtown revitalization projects that have made that quite a vibrant community just north of Cincinnati. Wow, wow. so we're not just talking like near future, we're talking long term, some of these projects that y'all are working on. Right, right. This is something that I think a lot of uh, uh, our community, I know I have been talking about since, since the 90s. Sometimes you just have to reach that tipping point, and I think it's been bringing families like um, the uh, Purcells, Cummins, and, and Hoppy families down to living in downtown, really promoting and engaging, act, uh, in, cre 
creating an active downtown community. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a lot of stuff you all are doing, and there's you don't have a big staff, do you? <laughs> there, there are there are two of us, but oh, wow. we're we're uh, very good at providing opportunities for people to be involved, for people to run with projects and ideas, and allow that to be part of the downtown growth cycle. So if I'm not an entrepreneur, if I'm not someone trying to create, you know, something that will bring me business, I can then volunteer. And I mean, what what are some ways that I can help out? I I know the downtown business group, for example, is always needing uh, additional volunteers to help with activities that they coordinate uh, that make the downtown an exciting place to be. We have volunteer needs, particularly for our Coder Dojo activities. Um, we've only really begun to expand into volunteers in the way of quality of place projects. Uh, some of our biking and pedestrian improvements, those are mainly being handled through the, uh, the city's Stellar Communities mm-hmm. program, but I'm sure there are still ways that we can partner to help enhance those sort of projects as well. Mm-hmm. For example, the Parks Department, uh, all of the, uh, the staffing that'll go on for the Elstro Plaza, that, that can be uh, a volunteer opportunity through the Richmond Parks Department. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. And so let's say I am a person that I'm prob. let's say I don't really see myself needing to use the innovation space, but I, I find value in what you're doing uh, and I have some money that I may want to invest in the innovation center, donate. How, how talk to me about that. We have set up a, uh, a partner's arrangement so that uh Community members who may not be even in town anymore uh, can support the activities here, ranging from $500 urban cyclist level partnership uh, all to to $1,500 uh, partnerships that are very project based. If if community members have a specific project related to developing community, promoting technology, and growing business that they want to see happen through the Innovation Center, we can discuss their interests uh, and make sure that they, they coordinate with our mission, but be available to the community through the Innovation Center. Well, Scott, are there any final words you might have for uh, a new entrepreneur or I think you already gave some words for people who just want to support, but any, what are your final words for this podcast here? <clears throat> just that if they uh, check out our website, richmondinnovates.com, we can arrange times with the Indiana Small Business Development Center to, to discuss how your business plans can grow. Watch our Facebook page for activities, programs, workshops coming up. Those are the, uh, the best ways to see opportunities to be involved in downtown's revitalization. Mm. And we can show up sometimes too, right? Oh, absolutely. Great, yes. great. I, this is, you know... I remember walking by this building a few times, and I just always wish now that I just walked in and said hello. So mm-hmm. even if you're not you know, on the web at that point in time, and you're just walking by, you see the Innovation Center, 
just drop on by. And is there any way they can contact you directly if they have any particular questions? My email address is scottz at mycentercity.com. Great. All right, everyone. This is Aditya Kumbhu Adeshale and Scott Zimmerman at the Innovation Center. Live your greatness. Get your worth. If you have any questions, feel free to email me at adeshale at gmail.com. That is A-D-E-S-H-I-L-E at gmail.com. Have a great day, everyone, and thanks for joining us. See you on the other side of awesome.